Welcome to We'll Never Be Royals Podcast. You're your hosts, Kristen and Jules. Hello and welcome to another episode of We'll Never Be Royal. I'm Kristen and I have Jules with me. Hello everyone. And we're back after taking a little break. Um, I think we've all had our own, you know, quarantine things going on. Quarantine mini meltdowns. (laughs) As all of you have as well. Um, There's no shame in it. There's no shame. There is not. (laughs) No. Well, we have some things that we wanted to share with you about what we have been doing, um, some royally themed activities um, that either we have been doing or some of our listeners have suggested, and just some things to, you know, keep your spirits up, keep busy during this time. Um, where I live in the Philadelphia area, we are still on lockdown until June 4th. So, um, yeah, we have, you know, the rest of May and maybe more of June. Who knows? Um, We're all going to be social distancing for some time. Um, So there's always, you know, things to keep busy. And Jules, what have you been doing lately? Um, Well, like I said in the last podcast, you know, my job and my husband's job really haven't changed. So we're both still working every day. Um, but that being said, there's, you know, after work, we just come home and stare at each other. So, um, (laughs) there's definitely still in the, in the kids aren't in school. So there's definitely still that, um, need, you know, desperately to fill empty space issue. And so I, I dove into reading piles of books. Um, that's probably my biggest time passer. Um, although my husband told me the other day I was a little bit obsessed and I needed to just, I was secluding myself reading. Uh, so I was like, wait, you're telling me not to sit and read a book. So yeah, so I probably should do less of that and more of, um, other things. I did plant a raised flower bed last weekend. It was very exciting. Ooh. Um, yeah, so just, you know, just doing my best to get by like everyone else. (laughs) How about you? Yeah, I feel like I don't have have less time than ever, it seems, which is weird. But I think, you know, because having, you know, a a young child at home, um, you know, we're dealing with the whole like, homeschool thing all day but he's not you know self-sufficient whatsoever so like has to be monitored um all of that stuff and you know virtual classes like pretty much all morning um and that would be a struggle yeah your workload just doubled yeah so I'm you know I work from home already as you know most of you guys know um so this isn't really a change for me in terms of my work but also just you know doing the whole mom thing 24 7 um you know managing his schooling and you know the house and all that stuff 
So I feel like at nighttime, like I stay up really late to actually finish my work. So I'm not like reading or really doing anything. Um, but on the weekends, we've been keeping pretty busy with house projects, which has been good because I think the weekends kind of fly by. Um, yes. In that sense. But I did do a little reading um, lately and I wish I had more time. Um, I did get an advanced copy of The Air Affair, uh, the sequel to The Royal We, and that comes out in July. So I was. Okay, we had some slight technical difficulties. So if this sounds weird, we apologize. Yes. But... <laughs> yeah, quarantine life. Anyway. Shocker. Okay. <laughs> we, um, yeah, we've been doing a lot of baking and. My husband learned how to make bread. Um, definitely never even considered making bread in our lives. So learning all kinds of new skills. Uh, my son actually was doing his piano lessons virtually. So that's been fun because um, I kind of like hold up the phone and show <laughs> his hands on FaceTime to his teacher. But I actually have learned how to play the piano a little bit, which nice. is a nice bonus because... I always wanted to and had never, you know, taken the time. So, yeah, even though we're super busy on, you know, getting some little things in, new skills. And we had a whole list, actually, of some royally themed activities. So we're just going to go through those. Um, One of them was taking an online course about royal history. So if you are familiar with Future Learn, um, or even if you're not, it is a website where you can take uh, courses through different universities for free. And one of them that I have taken is History of Royal Fashion. And I know a lot of people in um, the book club, Royally Good Reads, um, that I'm in with um, our friend Mallory and Jules is in as well. Uh, I run that. We have done the course kind of as a group and uh, Facebook group about that I think two years ago and it was really fun um, just learning about royal you know fashion through the years the tutors you know up to today pretty much so that's something that you can take online from future learn for free and they offer it every so often I know it was running a few weeks ago I'm not sure if it still is it might be just you know doing it continuously um, and royal palaces and right now I'm kind of in the middle of this England in the time of Richard the third course, Ooh. which is, it's interesting, but it's like a lot more information than the history of Royal fashion. Like it takes you much longer to get through the lessons and it's a little more dry, I would say, yeah. but it's still, you know, interesting. There are some lessons that have been better than others, but you know, it's free something you know yeah. to do. Um, when you have a little spare time and there's also a course on the tutors which I also have taken and I would recommend that one as well so if you're interested in you know learning some more about royal history definitely check those out and then in terms of podcasts other than ours of course which is your favorite podcast the best one ever <laughs> one we have a few to recommend so I love Queen's podcast yeah. um they are hilarious. Katie and Nathan are just great. Um, I've been a listener of those uh, a while, a few years. And yeah, you just start from the beginning. They have an episode about, you know, different uh, queen in history. And 
sometimes it's you know some like more like a mistress or something like that um they have a patreon too so if you support them you get bonus episodes and just super interesting and funny and you know they make history fun um also i did listen to the bbc history extra Mm -hmm. podcast recently which i hadn't really listened to before and it is super interesting episode with lucy worsley about queen victoria and i think i listened to that maybe two weeks ago um so I have that on my list to check out more of their episodes. I just have got, you ever listened to that? I, I haven't, but I just got done reading her book, um, "If Walls Could Talk." Okay, yeah, I and it was that one on audio. Yeah, it was so interesting. Like she just dives through, like you know, she takes one room at a time in the house and kind of gives the historical background of it, I guess. And it's it's really interesting, really fascinating. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I have that. I have so many audiobooks. It's terrible. I have this Audible subscription and I just don't <laughs> listen to them that often. Um, I feel like I listen to podcasts more when I'm working um, versus audiobooks. I don't know. I need to be better about it. But I actually did buy that one on audio. I just haven't listened to it. Yeah. It's really um, good. I will definitely make a note to remember to listen to it. Um, the Rex Factor was actually recommended by a friend of the podcast, Jessica, who um, writes an historian about town blog. And it's like the X Factor with monarchs. Um, <laughs> and I need to check that out. I, that's another one that I mean, I literally have this paper on my desk with things written down to listen to. So definitely want to listen to that. She said it was awesome. And yeah, in terms of podcasts, I listen to a lot of Bachelor podcasts. <laughs> I love the. I mean, I've listened to The Bachelor for, I guess, 20, not listened to, watched The Bachelor for 20 years or however long it's been on, um, almost. And yeah, I listened to a few different Bachelor podcasts, um, which, you know, is very highbrow, but, and, <laughs> you know, um, Gemma Collins podcast, who is on TOWIE, if any of you are TOWIE listeners, um, if you're in the U.S., most likely not. But yes, I love her podcast. Um, do you have any other ones, Jules, that you listen to? Not really. I'm not a huge um, podcast listener. I I start them and then stop and then forget that they're there. And I'm I'm the opposite. I pull up Audible all the time, okay. but forget to listen to podcasts. Except. Ours, of course, yeah. which you should make an exception. Obviously, um, I think with podcasts, it's for me like because they're usually you know less than an hour. It's something quick yeah. to listen to, and I don't know what it is about. Like most audiobooks are so long, I mean, like ten, twelve, whatever hours, and I'm just like, oh, okay, like this is a lot of commitment. I don't know why. It's yeah, it's like a mental thing, I suppose. Yeah. But I do like whatever tickles your fancy. Yeah, but I do like them for driving because um, I used to have, you know, a pretty long drive every day. Um, but, you know, obviously not anymore. And <laughs> actually, there is one more podcast that I forgot to mention um, as a recommendation. And it's not really royal related, but it's called Help I Sexed It, My Boss. And um, if you're a royal watcher, <laughs> you might be familiar with William Hansen. He is um, the UK's leading etiquette expert. And it's William and um, Jordan North, who is on BBC Radio. And they um, 
talk about you know modern day dilemmas and they're kind of you know like agony ants um but they sometimes talk about you know royal related things and you know it's an etiquette podcast that's just like really really funny um so definitely check that out but shows we have there are so many royal you know tv shows documentaries things like that so this is just there are barely scratching the surface but both of us um you know really into the spanish princess oh love i liked all and i was ridiculous and didn't watch the white queen or the white princess before this year which i'm kind of glad i had them saved because they were brand new to me now yeah um but i watched both of those which are philippa um gregory books along with the spanish princess and it's on stars and um i absolutely loved those they're so well done oh they're so good Um, the white queen is like my favorite i think um yes and it really gives a very good kind of also history lesson just about the war of the roses Mm -hmm. and how everything went down and how the Tudors came to the throne and it's very interesting from that aspect too so I I I did binge on those I absolutely loved them yeah I wish that um I mean I watched them years ago so I mean I wish that I had you know maybe not because then I would have watched it I know. now I um, was like why have I not seen these I don't know I I, I don't we didn't have we even had stars. I have no excuse. I don't know why I didn't watch yeah, them. So but um, I'm I'm glad that I had them available. So totally, yeah. So yeah, we highly recommend those. Um, another thing that was recommended by um, a reader in um, the book club was the Real Royalty YouTube channel, and there's a ton of royal documentaries on there. Like so many. Mm world documentaries um all three obviously on youtube so you can check that out and um also another you know youtube hole you can go down um is our (laughs) our friend lucy horsley who we were just talking about she has so many uh royal documentaries yes i mean she she does a great job tons so i'm not trying to even think of a specific one i mean there's just so many i mean about hampton court palace or just you know the tutors different things she does Um, i think her forte is kind of that tutor period because she does she's so well informed about Anne boleyn and um you know if you're interested in in that time period she any i have yet to see a, a one that I watched of hers that I was like, eh. Yeah, totally. It's, I always learn something new. There's a Tudor Christmas. She just did a Tudor Christmas one. Um, yes. Because I wrote about that for Royal Central, actually. Um, so I didn't, I don't think I ever actually got to watch the whole thing. So maybe I'll save that one for Christmas time. She did that. She also uh, recreated um, Victoria and Albert's wedding. Yes, I did see that. That was a really good, that was a two-parter, yeah. I believe. Um Yes, that one is definitely worth watching, and I love how she always she always dresses up in costumes, which I think is hilarious. But it's like so yes. great; she'll just show I up, you know, <laughs> dressed up in like a Tudor page boy outfit or something, like hiding um, around the corner. <laughs> she's kind of one of my faves. I love her. She's great. So. Um, and another one, um, Helen Castor. She is another historian who does documentaries. Um, she wolves England's early queens is one of the ones um that was really Mm -hmm. good and actually met her last year um at an event in philly and interviewed for royal central and she was so nice um she did a really 
great um, talk about Lady Jane Grey. And there's also a documentary that goes along with that called England's Forgotten Queen, which is excellent. <laughs> so I highly recommend that. And in terms of the more modern um, you know, royal shows or documentaries, I have to admit, I rarely watch them. Yeah. I mean, I, I, we kind of know I don't everything about them. I don't know. Well, and they really, I mean, there's only so many times you can watch somebody give their take on how William and Kate met. Yeah. Like, you know, we all know they went to St. Andrews together. Like, it, there's only so many ways to tell that story. Exactly. So I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, I'm not over it, but it's, there, there's nothing new that you're going to tell me that I don't already know. Yeah exactly unless it's unless it's like projected gossip and stuff like that which i'm not really into so um yeah i agree i mean yeah it's... for for modern royals i'd rather just you know watch what they do as they do mm-hmm. it totally you know i think it's i mean for maybe the casual observer or you know people who don't very closely follow them it's you know maybe more it's a good catch yeah like if you want if you want a quick you know, rundown of who the current royals are, the places, the, you know, kind of the background. It's great for like a, like a quick, mm-hmm. quick one-on-one. Like, um, it's great in that respect. But if you're someone who's been following them for a while now, it's probably going to, you're going to find it more mundane. Yeah. It's kind of, I mean, if you yeah. want some, you know, background, pleasant background noise or whatever, but yeah, I don't really tend to look for things like that just because, you know, I want to learn something new and, you know, I spend all the time writing about uh, the, the current Royals. So I don't really have a need to yeah. watch documentaries about them, but there's so With many. the exception of the crown. Yeah. Yeah. That's different. Though. Which I guess, yeah, that's history, but it's still, you know, about Queen Elizabeth II. But... Yeah. And I mean, that kind of goes without saying, we didn't even include that on our list of shows, because if you're listening to this podcast, I'm quite sure you've You've, watched The Crown. So you've been there, done that. Yeah. (laughs) And if you haven't, haven't, what are you listening to us for? What is wrong with you? (laughs) Yes. Where have you been? What kind of royal watcher are you? Exactly. Pause and start (laughs) watching season one immediately. (laughs) Exactly. Follow these instructions. So, um, online also there are some things you can be doing to you know further your royal education um historic royal palaces has some activities on their website and even if you have kids um that's great they have you know quizzes that are you know interactive and games and things like that that you can learn about you know the different palaces and royal history um and you can also do some virtual tours of you know castles or palaces online um I know on a lot of their social media accounts, you know, different properties have been doing just, you know, little videos or chats with people who work there. Um, Jules and I went to a winter tour um, to see the crown exhibit last summer. And I know they had just today I was looking on their Instagram story and they had kind of like a little tour of part of their garden with you know someone who worked there and they were showing like the history of this reflecting pool and things like that and so these properties you know all over the place are doing these little inside videos which are good to look out for because you know it's always fun to kind of see behind the scenes of how different you know palaces or stately Mm -hmm. homes 
work. Um, so I've been checking things like that out, you know, when I'm scrolling through social media. Um, and I know the Historic Royal Palace's YouTube channel has um, a lot of like conservation videos, especially if you're interested yes. in royal fashion. There's um, a series called The Lost Dress of Elizabeth I and like how they're found this and you know are restoring it i you know i'm super interested in that sort of thing so definitely yeah. look on youtube for um that have you been doing anything online that you found like that people might not know about not so much i mean just i guess my the last place i turn to is the computer since i'm on it all day at work um the last thing i want to do is come home and jump on my laptop so, um, there's not, not too much online other than, you know, the occasional YouTube video, which I love how you describe the YouTube hole. There's, it definitely exists. It is a real thing. Oh yeah. And you will start on something and find yourself. It's like going yeah, on. They're like, oh, they're messed so, up. And you're like, why not? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, sure. Three hours later, you know? Okay. So, <laughs> I also do that with Pinterest, oh, yeah. um, which um, that's another thing that I've been doing is just um, looking at I- ideas. For, it's giving me unrealistic ex- expectations for my house, yeah. which I realize it's unhealthy and I need to keep that in check. Like, yeah, it'll look like that for a second, but your house also needs to be lived in. Yeah, totally. Um, so for a while I was kind of going crazy. I'm like, why do all these people have beautiful houses and living rooms and pictures and then I was like oh because they put it all behind the camera and then yeah basically snap a picture and then put it (laughs) so there's a fine line you know get to getting inspiration and then feeling like you're not living up to domestic goddess status because I definitely can see that too in quarantine and just with Instagram and I don't know I mean there are some accounts that you just know that everything is very very curated and that's you know what the expectation is but if you're feeling you know down or you know you're struggling with your health or worried about you know your family and things like that it can be hard to see you know people like oh look at their perfect you know flower covered backyard exactly like in beautiful clothes and or this one, this one gal that I follow was, you know, she had this wonderful laundry plan laid out for the week. Like this was towel day and this day was darks and this was whites and this is, and she had it, you know, and I was like, I am lucky if, I mean, <laughs> I'm like, do we have clothes to wear tomorrow? Okay, let's wash them. So it, it you know, and then it, I kind of think, oh, well, that's a great thing. I'll try to do that. And it doesn't play out in my life because that's not how we roll here. And that's fine. It's okay. So don't, you know, it's a fine line to getting inspiration, but also, yeah, if all you want to do is sit down and watch the crown, that's perfectly fine. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, I saw something the other day that said, like, there's no medal for best quarantiner or whatever like if you don't come out of it learning the baked bread which you know a lot of people are doing speaking a different language or or whatever yes exactly yeah we exactly are just like okay there are a few things that we'd like to try and we have the time so we are but like I'm not trying to kill myself to you know finish some days if all you (laughs) 
Yeah. Some days if all you do is just get by with your sanity, that's exactly. Okay. I mean, I've had so many <laughs> of those days. It isn't funny. Um, so yeah, just, you know, using what you have available to get, you know, some ideas and inspiration, but, you know, kind of keeping it real at the same time is how we roll. Um, so on that note, we're have a list of activities that are you know not virtual and some of them I've tried already some I have not or probably wouldn't but (laughs) um, (laughs) we're throwing it out out there so (laughs) one of um, them is sewing which I am throwing a line down I do not sew I hate sewing um, but I know a lot of people, you know, have always wanted to learn how to sew more or sew their own clothes or things like that. And, you know, you can order so many things online now. And, you know, if you want it to make yourself a royally inspired dress, um, now's the time. You've, you know, now's your time to try it. If you're yeah. home on the weekend and have nothing to do, you know, get out that sewing machine, buy yourself a sewing machine on Amazon. <laughs> make your own royally you know inspired outfits um yeah or if you don't want to sew I mean you could you know make have one of our our friend Martha made a fascinator um out of yeah and some you know fake flowers it was really cute or even like with sewing I I know my knowledge of sewing is very very limited but like I made some bunting just yeah myself you know like little small DIY projects that you can complete in a day you know don't if you don't I, I could never do my own clothes but yeah. I could manage bunting easily so just you know little day projects too it um totally uh you know just yeah give it a try if, if, if you've got that sewing machine sitting around that you've never used which is me I asked for it for Christmas one year and I've never that. used it it's never come out of the package and so yeah one day I just got it out and played around with it so you know now's the time to kind of you know take advantage of all that all those yeah little things we have lying around yeah so if you are like me and you're like I can't even operate a sewing machine and make my own clothing you could shop for replicates on Poshmark yes (laughs) also a very good way to pass time. which is yeah I like to um get things for a steal on Poshmark or eBay because you know I, some of these things are really expensive and you know things that Kate or you know Megan has worn or you know anybody else um that you're looking you know European royals um for their style a lot of them are you know very pricey so I'm not going or to, not not available yeah anymore. or no longer available either they've already sold out or it's past season or whatever so sometimes you know it can take we've talked about this before on the podcast you might be looking for a few years to find yes. the dress that you want um in your size and for you know a price that you're willing to pay so you know take while you're sitting at home just, you know have a scroll through Poshmark eBay see if maybe something um you've been looking for comes up actually last night I found a dress um it's a black and white um polka dot ASOS dress that Kate wore um when mm-hmm. she was pregnant actually but whatever I wear maternity dresses all the time and I'm clearly not pregnant um and I've been looking for that one forever I mean she hasn't been pregnant in a while now and 
Yeah. I never found one in my size. It was sold out, you know, at the time. And I never found one in my size. And someone had it up for $25 on Poshmark. Perfect. I put in an offer, you know, for a little less. And she accepted it this morning. So that was, you know, I tend to stay up really late also. So I find myself like in bed at midnight, just, you know, aimlessly scrolling through social media or Poshmark or whatever, um, looking for random things. So that was a, you know, good quarantine find. Uh, so definitely look and, you know, not even uh, royal fashion, but, you know, um, I got a program from the Queen's Coronation. I actually got this a few years ago on eBay. There's so many things. I mean, collectible things, you know, you can find mm-hmm. books, vintage books, um, any of those things are, you know, prints, like a royal themed print for your house um, and Etsy as well. People do sell vintage things on Etsy. So yes. you can get um, Nothing Vintage is a shop that we are friends with on Instagram and they have some vintage royal things on there. And there's a lot of different, you know. Well, what's it called? The Royal British Fox. Is that what yes. that shop is called? Yes. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah. And you can yeah, you can find all kinds of different um royal things online in that sense. And I actually the program I was just talking about, <laughs> I found it. Well, we are doing all these house projects, as I said, and we are renovating, not really renovating, just moving things around and stuff and redecorating our guest room. And we took out this bookshelf and I had all my royal magazines and books kind of crammed on this one shelf. And the program was like in plastic and, you know, cardboard, like kept nicely, but it's just like on the shelf. And my husband pulled it out yeah. and was like, is this real? I'm like, yeah, it's a program for the information. <laughs> He's like, what is it doing on the shelf? Like, which is so bad. Like, I actually forgot I had bought it. I bought it, like, I don't know, two years ago, maybe three years ago. I remember when you bought it. So it wasn't that long ago. And I I just didn't really know what to do with it, I guess. So I actually found this frame um, when we were taking pictures out of the guest room because I had some things tucked away just kind of on shelves or whatever. It was um, from my parents' wedding, actually, and they're divorced. So I don't really want to display, you know, this picture. Um, It's a really, it's like an old, you know, light wood frame. And so I took the picture out and put it in an album and I put, the program inside the frame and it looks perfect actually matches it perfectly uh so i have it in a frame in my office and i feel like so much better that i actually have it on display and did something with it but i feel like sometimes it takes things you know where you're stuck at home i mean obviously quarantine isn't a good situation but you know even like a snowstorm or something where you're like all right yeah you're forced forced to around the house and so that was you know little project but anything you can do like that in your house like if you have a bunch of you know royal books and magazines like I was saying um organize them finally like don't have them you know crammed on a shelf like I did I mean actually I did put them in a rubbermaid bin because they were just you know all over the place I have my books organized nicely but these magazines I'm like when am I reading these magazines yeah I mean I kept some of them you know the royal wedding ones and you know like when George was born the newspapers and stuff like that but I don't need to keep all these magazines um so it's going through things like that and you know I saved the ones that you know I would like to look back on one day and they're in a bin and maybe I'll find something else to do with them or maybe frame actually like I have um these floating frames I got on Amazon which was another project and I like 
framed some of my son's artwork and like a couple pictures we had laying around that were just like odd shapes um so I might get more of these floating frames and just kind of like maybe put the magazine you know covers in there yeah this is like you know office decor which I'm renovating my office too that's my other big project so totally redecorating and yeah looking this for you know more little royal british decor to kind of jazz things up in there um and if you are not into, you know, totally redecorating your house in Union Jacks, <laughs> um, baking is another one and something that Kate loves to do, too. Um, we just saw uh, Princess Charlotte's birthday and she was delivering some homemade pasta um, to, you know, residents in the area. And, you know, if you want to learn how to make pasta or make jam her own jam um bake some cakes um use your mary berry cookbook i mean yeah this is the time to get those skills and you know have something you know fun to eat too while you know you're at home and not really going anywhere um i kind of wish i knew some of kate's recipes that she used that's something i would love for them to put on the kensington royal instagram yeah that would be good. I mean, it did. Um, Dear Kate, yeah. Kate, if you're listening, <laughs> if you are listening, we want your jam recipe. <laughs> we want, we want a recipe. I yes. might not make it, but I would like to have it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It might be five years before I actually try it. But... I know. Joel's actually sent me some Downton Abbey black currant jam which is excellent if you like Downton Abbey um they have like a line of jam which is kind of random but you can get it at um cost plus <laughs> world market if you um well obviously they're not open right now but you can find it online and yeah I do it was love, very good so yeah, is there lemon curd. anything Downton Abbey themed I actually tried to buy something from the the Highclere Castle shop and it kept giving me an error that the purchase wouldn't go through which maybe was a good thing um, <laughs> uh, or yeah, you just I was like, I want this T-shirt. It's like something else. It was something totally random, you know. Since I didn't spend eight zillion dollars when I was there, the other, you know, I guess yeah. that was two summers ago now. Um, yeah, because they keep giving me emails about things in their shop, and I don't know. Maybe I'll try again for that. But uh, yeah, Stanton Abbey, obviously, also, side note, if you haven't watched that, why are you listening to our podcast? Stop now and watch it. Yeah. After you get done watching The Crown, season one, Downton Abbey. Yeah. Actually, my friend's husband is watching it now. He just started watching it for the first time. Um, So yeah, now's the time to catch up on those shows that you haven't. Um, And what was our other... Our other thing was um, the historic Royal Palace shop, which has, um, if you're looking, you know, for some home items or royal decor, except the shipping is super expensive. Um, Very. That's the only thing keeping me from not buying everything. I mean, the Buckingham Palace shop is like one of the best shops and Kensington Palace has a really good shop, but it's just, yeah. I don't know, as I always say, it's just cheaper for me to go there and buy stuff, which it is not. Yeah. But but in theory, yeah. No, it, it is 20 pounds shipping that I remember from the Buckingham 
um, broil gift shop. And, you know, if, if I broke it down, that's really, you know, obviously cheaper than a plane flight. But when I see that total yeah. in the shopping cart, it always makes me kind of, oh, I don't really Yeah, and the need shipping that. can, so. you know, be more than what you're buying sometimes. Um, exactly. It's the same with Emma Bridgewater. I think their shipping is 30 pounds to the U.S., which is just outrageous. I mean, it doesn't cost that much to ship a yes. mug. I'm sorry. It just doesn't. No. That's a little, uh, I like, I understand it might be breakable stuff, but that's that's yeah. priced a little high. I, that drives me yeah. nuts. Um, and yeah. the other uh, royal activity we have is learning a new sport. Um, and Kate, obviously, is very sporty, and we've seen her play. You yeah, can learn field hockey. All kinds of different things, um, you know, engagements or even cricket. Um, I do not understand cricket. I'm just going to lay that out there. I don't get it. You know, I heard in in Lucy Worsley's book, they she mentions that one of the ways that cricket might have gotten started was children of uh-huh. laundresses because they would be beating oh, like the rugs in the laundry. And they would try to get like the bubbles out huh. or something like like the soap bubbles. I, it's a theory. I'm not saying to cricket fans don't like creep freak out and correct me. That was just one of the ways that they thought could be the origin of of playing cricket. Which again, I don't claim to understand. Um, but you know, it like we got the croquet set mm-hmm. out last week, which I'm not a hundred percent sure we've been <laughs> playing it right. But it's fun to just kind of hit the ball around. Yeah. And, um, I've never played croquet yeah. before. It's fun. It's it fun. It does look fun. You know, and and like I said, I, I'm not entirely sure we were playing it correctly. But that does that matter no, at the end of the day? Exactly. No. We uh yeah. we don't have a bocce <laughs> set, but we um just kind of made like fake bocce <laughs> um mm-hmm. in our yard and I don't know, we were hitting golf balls last weekend randomly and we have like the you know the little practice ones that don't go far um just things like yes that and they have kind of been keeping us busy and I'm sure that the Cambridge kids are you know chasing around soccer balls and all that kind of fun stuff um I know they like to spend a lot of time outdoors and sure that they get outdoors a lot so I think that's super important you know for kids especially just to get some time playing outside and to be in nature right now is really important just for them you know not to go crazy being indoors all the time but um one other idea was you know learning a language which I mean, don't kill yourself trying to learn a new language here, but I downloaded the Duolingo app and um, it's super mm-hmm. easy. It's, it's more like games. Yeah, it is. So I've been learning German for the past 40 days, which I only know because they tell you like what streak you're on. Uh, so mm-hmm. it's fun. Well, and they, they give you very small doable lessons. So you feel like you're yeah. accomplishing something. And yeah, it, I'm never going to be fluent, but you know, it's kind of, yeah, it's, it's kind of definitely fun. fun and you can yeah. set, you set your goal. So like mine is just, it was 10 minutes a day, which totally doable yeah, for me. Exactly. Um, 
so I've been doing that and my son is doing it and it amazes me because I had been doing it for probably three years before he you know was like what's this and looked at it and he you know had been doing it for like I don't know 10 minutes 15 minutes whatever and it was like he was picking up German and kids pick things up so fast oh they're they're yeah, such it's little sponges I'm, I'm so jealous I'm like why can't my brain yeah, do I that mean, anymore if you know a week later and he you know was just whipping through these lessons yeah. and you know I've been doing it for over a month which you know I'm progressing fairly well but I was just amazed at you know how fast he had picked it up um and he never had any yeah. exposure to German before so I thought that was cool and you know the royals obviously need to speak in other languages um when they're going on tours and you know know some at least some basic phrases and I would imagine most European languages or learn them, you know, when they have yeah. to go there. So it's always nice yeah. to just, you know, have some phrases in your back pocket and just something new to learn and new to do. So, yeah, I've been doing that and I'm yeah, enjoying that. Cool. I might, I don't know, after, I, I don't know when you actually finish, quote unquote. Um, so I'm not really, you know, that far into it, but might do Spanish next. We'll see. Which one are you yeah. doing? Uh, the okay. Irish, well, Gaelic, the Irish. Yeah, nice. yeah. So, which I, my my grandma used to sing in, in Gaelic. So I, you know, remember, again, from when I was probably Alex's age, very little. So I soaked it up, but then, you know, didn't learn anymore oh. after she was gone. So, um, yeah, so just you know a little little mental exercise to get you out of you know I always need like a a way to transition mm-hmm. from work to being home and that's one of the good ways to just kind of get your brain moving yeah. in a different direction and you know if you want to feel like you accomplish something in a day do a quick yeah, 10 definitely. minute lesson and it's a free app um you can upgrade so you don't get like there there's like little ads every once in a while um but I just have the free version. I don't really mind, you know, watching an ad for 10 seconds. But you get, like, some more features, yeah, no. I think, um, if you have the free one. So, yes, definitely check out Duolingo. It's a D-U-O-L-I-N-G-O. Um, and I know there are other apps as well. But, you know, that's the one we both have experience mm-hmm. with. And, I don't know, that's kind of it for me on the list of activities, I think. Um, how about you? Yeah, I mean, the, the again, the important thing is we're just trying to help throw some ideas out there because, you know, we're kind of doing the daily grind like everybody else. So we thought, you know, this might be helpful to some people. Um, if you have other ideas, too, feel free to um, just send them to us or post them on Instagram and tag us or uh, whatever. We'd love to know how you're spending yes, your definitely. time as well. And, um, you know, it, it, that's where we get our best ideas sometimes is when we all kind of gather together and brainstorm. And we really enjoyed seeing everyone's um, outfit ideas, by the way, on Instagram, when, um, during our last episode, we talked about, um, just creating some Royal outfits and we might pick doing that, um, pick that up again. Yeah, that really was fun. fun. We had like some really great, um, styles 
from our listeners. So thank you for sharing those. And until next time, we will catch you later. Stay safe, everybody. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. All right. Take care, everyone.